Pro fans all over the world, we welcome you to the Pro Fan Arena where prolific sports fandom, a desire for wisdom in life and work, for the purpose of glorifying God through our gifts and talents, all rumble together. Thank you for joining us. Now introducing your starting lineup. Standing five feet nine from the University of Take Responsibility, playing the position of Chief Encourager, your host, the founder of Pro Fan League, the Pro Fan, Bradley Gibbs! Here we go, here we go, here we go. Welcome to the Pro Fan League podcast. My name is Brad Gibbs, the founder of Pro Fan League. Happy Friday. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Jesus Christ is alive. He has conquered sin and death. That makes this a great day. Now lace up your Air Force Ones and let's talk sports. This has been a fun week of sports. This is going to be a great weekend of sports and we've got a quick recap and a look forward for you here on the Pro Fan League podcast today. Let's take a look back and then we'll look forward. So the NBA tipped on Tuesday night with a couple of exciting games. Wednesday night the rest of the league went into action and last night We saw Damian Lillard debut against the Sixers on TNT. He scored 14 points in the final four minutes to lead the Bucs to a win by ever so close a margin. And I'm sure Milwaukee Bucks fans are excited about what they saw from Dollar Dame and Giannis. And they anticipate a very successful season this year. Another interesting debut on Wednesday night was Kristaps Porzingis, who'd made his Celtics debut with the Boston Celtics in New York in Madison Square Garden, the biggest stage in the world. He debuted with 38 minutes, 30 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 blocks. Watching that Boston Celtics team looked like he opens up a new dimension for the Boston Celtics. They have five guys in their starting lineup that can all defend. And this, to me, is the differentiator between Boston and Milwaukee. When push comes to shove and playoff basketball, I think that Boston defense is going to be brutal with Kristaps, Tatum, Brown, Derek White, and Drew Holiday in the starting five There are no weaknesses to pinpoint inside that defense. They're a tremendous defensive basketball team, I believe, this year. I would not be surprised if they led the league in defense as long as everybody can stay healthy. But I do think the Bucs are going to be good, and it's going to be fun to watch the NBA season unfold. Obviously, it's very early, but I'm sure Milwaukee fans watching Damian Lillard go off for 14 points in the final four minutes last night has them salivating as to what is to come. Victor Wembenyama 
made his debut in San Antonio on Wednesday to a sold-out crowd. Uh, He got into foul trouble, so he didn't get to play that much, but his opening line, 15 points, 5 rebounds, 1 steal, 2 blocks. His first career stat is a block of a Kyrie Irving jump shot, and his first points is a triple from right around the top of the key. Uh, Bags a three-pointer. NBA debut out of the way. He's learning. Uh, He is an incredible athlete, uh, a unique guy, and it'll be interesting to see if he can carry on the Spurs tradition of greatness. I don't know if you uh, have seen the picture of him blocking Andrew Wiggins on a three-pointer in the preseason. Uh, That would be worth a Google search. Uh, It really puts on display the unique athletic ability of Victor Wembenyama. He's nearly seven foot four. Uh, Andrew Wiggins is six eight or six nine, elevated to shoot a three. The ball's probably four feet off his fingertips, and Wembenyama is going full albatross, and he blocks this three point shot. Uh, I think it's safe to say no one else in the NBA would have had a shot at getting a finger on it. Maybe Chris Tops, because he's also uh, a unicorn. But uh, Wembenyama debuts. Uh, Mavericks rookie Derek Lively actually had a better debut. Uh, He posted a double-double, and Luka Doncic reminded everybody uh, why he is one of the best players in the NBA with a triple-double. Uh, leading the Mavericks to a victory on opening night, Wednesday night in San Antonio. Uh, last night, I was also reminded watching that Sixers-Bucks game that Tyrese Maxey, I think I'm going to have to add him to the Young Fire Club over on the Swinging a Torch blog. If you haven't had an opportunity to read the Swinging a Torch blog, the first one dropped yesterday. Uh, those will be coming out weekly uh, it's in its infancy. There's a lot more to come. Part of the uh, the Swinging a Torch blog is called the Young Fire Club, where I track uh, young players, give them a shout out, help people uh, know who to keep an eye on upcoming across multiple leagues, multiple professional leagues. Ty- Tyrese Maxey is a young, talented guy from the University of Kentucky. Uh, I think we'll see him continue to make his mark in the NBA this year. In that vein, for NBA fans, I would also encourage you to keep a weather eye on the Oklahoma City Thunder. I do believe that they are a team on the ascent. Shea Gilgis-Alexander is an interesting player, uh, turning into a dominant player. And uh, they blew the Chicago Bulls out on opening night on Wednesday night. And it was so bad that after the first game of the season, the Chicago Bulls went and had a players-only meeting after that game. Uh, They have another guy named Chet Holmgren, who is a unique individual, uh, 7'3", 7'2". Right now, huge impact on the defensive side of the basketball with a developing offensive game. So the NBA is uh, chalk full of interesting athletes, good storylines, and it is underway. Moving into a uh, forecast of this week. Oh, before I do that, uh, last night the Buffalo Bills and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers also played. 
The Bills handled the Bucks 24-18. They moved to 5-3 and three, um, in a fight for first place in a very tough AFC East. Uh, Josh Allen got dinged up in that one, was able to come back. He kind of runs hot and cold, but there's no doubt there's a lot of talent in Buffalo. Uh, questions as to whether they can realize it in the playoffs. Now, we will move in to this weekend and what is upcoming. I think it's only right to start with the fall classic. World Series baseball is upon us tonight. How fun is this? There's a lot of talk right now out there on mainstream sports media about how this World Series uh, doesn't live up to the hype of World Series baseball. I think that's baloney. These two teams have gone through an 162-game season, won multiple rounds of playoff baseball. If they're there playing baseball tonight, they deserve to be there. I think it's disrespectful to say they don't. And it's not like we're talking about teams with not much talent. When the Texas Rangers went out and spent a ton of money on Corey Seager and Marcus Semien two off-seasons ago, this is exactly what they pictured. Uh, The Texas Rangers had over 50% of the All-Star starters in the AL All-Star game this past past year. Uh, I believe they sent at least six players to the All-Star game. It might have even been seven. Uh, Zach Gallen, the starter for the Arizona Diamondbacks, was the NL starting pitcher in the All-Star game. Corbin Carroll is probably going to win NL Rookie of the Year. He's rocking that Mickey Mantle number seven. Uh, So it's not like this World Series is devoid of talent. So if you uh, would hesitate to turn it on and take it in, I would encourage you. I'm not saying you need to watch the World Series, but if you don't watch the World Series, it shouldn't be because you think that nobody on the field can play. Uh, Adalis Garcia is on the threshold of breaking the MLB record for runs batted in in a postseason. He had a ridiculous 14 RBI against the Houston Astros. He absolutely went off. So these teams are talented teams. The Arizona Diamondbacks bullpen right now is shut down. And uh, Zach Gallen and Merrill Kelly are a formidable starting pair. And Nate Eovoldi, who's starting tonight for the Texas Rangers, has a career 8-3 postseason record with a 2.87 ERA and a .97 whip. Uh, He's already kind of a playoff legend because of his long relief appearance in the 2018 World Series with the Boston Red Sox. And here he is back on the hill again. So if he turns in a great World Series start tonight, this guy's really starting to establish a reputation in Major League Baseball as one of the most clutch performers of his generation. He has an opportunity to go there. So enjoy the World Series. Don't tune in because you think there might not be talent there. There's plenty of talent on the field, and I do think it's going to be an entertaining World Series. Uh, College football. College football, obviously, Saturday, tomorrow, we've got some top 25 matchups. Number 8, Oregon, versus number 13, Utah, in Utah. Uh, When a lot of people think about the Pac-12, I think their, their minds go right to to the big 
horses in the Pac-12, USC, UCLA, Washington, but Utah has actually been the most dominant Pac-12 football team over the last couple of seasons. Uh, I do want to draw some attention, though, to Bo Nix. Bo Nix is the Oregon quarterback, and I was looking at his stats. He has only thrown one interception to this point uh, in the season. He's six foot two, 217 pounds. He's going to be an NFL quarterback, and this season he's having right now kind of reminds me of Russell Wilson's senior season at Wisconsin. Now, I know Russell Wilson is in a lot of people's doghouses right now, but let's not forget he has played a lot of fine football in his football career. The other top 25 matchup uh, in college football this weekend is number 20 Duke versus number 18 Louisville in Louisville. Uh, Duke's quarterback might be dinged up. That could be to their detriment. Uh, But those are the two top 25 matchups. I also wanted to point out that it's Georgia-Florida this weekend at the neutral site in Jacksonville. This used to be called the world's largest cocktail party. Nowadays, people have moved away from that name for a variety of reasons. Uh, But this is a hotly contested rivalry. There's a lot of bad blood here. And this rivalry goes down in football and college football history as, as legendary. People respect this rivalry. It's been going for a long time. It's this weekend. Some interesting storylines. Georgia is obviously ranked number one. They are undefeated. They're 7-0. They're Their last loss was Saturday, December 4th, 2021 in the SEC Championship against Alabama, who they then went on to, de- to beat for their first national championship in this run. They won the national championship again last year, so they have not lost since Saturday, December 4th, 2021. But even more, they have not lost a regular season game since November 7th, 2021. 20 November 7th 7th 2020 which means they have nearly gone 3 years without losing a regular season college football game and who did they lose to none other than the Florida Gators who they play this weekend they lost on November 7th 2020 to the Florida Gators 44 28 Now, they did lose their All-America tight end, Brock Bowers, who will be a top 10 pick in the NFL, assuming his recovery from ankle surgery goes okay. So that could hurt them. It will be interesting to see. Uh, This is always hotly contested. Can Florida deliver an upset loss to Georgia this weekend at a neutral site in Jacksonville? We're going to find out. Right now, the top five teams in college football are Georgia, at one, Michigan at two, Ohio State at three, Florida State at four, and Washington sitting at five with Oklahoma just outside the championship picture at six. In NFL action, to me, the most compelling game this week is at 4.30 on Sunday. We have the Bengals traveling to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. The Cincinnati Bengals have had a rough start to the year. Joe Burrow is dinged up trying to get healthy. Uh, T. Higgins has been has been dinged up. They travel to a 49ers team that's dealing with some injuries. 
coming off two losses in a row, scrambling about. Uh, if Cincinnati wants to stay in the playoff picture in the AFC North, this is a this is a, a win that would really be helpful. Uh, the Ravens play the Cardinals this week, which I think most people are planning on them winning. And uh, they're starting to pull away a little bit in the AFC North. It's still very tightly contested, but the, the Ravens seem to be picking up steam. Uh, the, all that to say the Bengals need to keep on winning. I'm sure the 49ers at home want to get back on the winning streak that they were enjoying to start the year. Brock Purdy trying to find some footing. And obviously, Christian McCaffrey is always fun to watch. So that, to me, is matchup of the week in the NFL. Uh, 4.30 should be a good one. And we will see if Joe Burrow can rally the Bengals and get them playing on the offensive side of the football like we've seen in the past couple of seasons for them. Uh, In the NHL, two two things that I've noticed that I thought were very interesting. The Edmonton Oilers have started the season 1-5-1, which has to be a disappointment for them. I know they have high expectations in Edmonton uh, to get to the playoffs and have a great year. So that's a surprising start out there. I'm sure uh, this is not how they designed the season to begin. Secondarily, uh, Vegas is defending their title, and they have started the title defense with a 7-0 and record. Uh, there is no championship hangover in Las Vegas, I'll tell you that much. Right now, starting 7-0, and uh, that's pretty phenomenal. And uh, the Boston Bruins are also looking quite spunky. Uh, last season, they had a historic regular season, and this season they've began 6-0-1. So the puck is sliding. There's a lot going on in the NHL as well. Exciting times in sports. Uh, a lot to take in, a lot to consider. Uh, please, if you haven't read uh, the Swinging a Torch blog, go pay it a visit. Uh, I'm excited about what's to come on the blog. Uh, on that blog, I, I I plan to track a number of things. I plan to make uh, very ready a running list of who the current champions in each sport are. I'll be giving some draft analysis uh, in the NBA and NFL and uh, calling out a variety of different things. And eventually, on that blog, uh, I also plan to expand to spotlighting small businesses around the country that are doing magnificent work. And that's a great segue into the mission of Pro Fan League. I wanted to spend some time on this show today talking about the mission of Pro Fan League and what it is I hope to encourage people with and accomplish through Pro Fan League. Uh, The mission of Pro Fan League is to encourage people to utilize their sports fandom as a catalyst to inspire impact in their families, workplaces, and communities to the glory of God. We are not just fans. You've heard me say that quite a bit on the first couple podcast episodes, and I wanted to take a little bit of time to flush out two parts of not just fans, uh, the mission, and... When I say I want this to be a helpful show, I wanted to spend a few minutes talking about what I hope uh, to actually do 
that is helpful? How will this show actually create value for its listeners? So I wanted to spend a little bit of time talking about that. This show, the Pro Fan League podcast, and the Swinging a Torch blog are connected. There will be some overlap. Uh, They're linked together. This show and ProFanLeague.com are all working together in the desire to provide edifying sports content to the listener. Not just sports content full of drama and debate and fighting, but sports content that you listen to and get your sports fill, hopefully some entertaining analysis, but then at the end, you're also feeling encouraged, gassed up to go and make a difference in your life. Just like Damian Lillard last night scored 14 points in the final four minutes to pull the Milwaukee Bucks to a victory... I believe that there are situations in each one of our lives where the ball's in our hands with four minutes left, down two, and you have an opportunity to make a play. I want this show to support you as you are in that situation, helping you to believe that you can make the play. And I don't believe that... You can make the play because you're just massively talented and the best human ever. I believe firmly that you can make the play because God has put you in the place you find yourself right now to make a difference in that situation. I don't believe it's an accident. Secondarily, I believe that right now in America, there's a lot of people who feel very discouraged. One of the reasons that I started Pro Fan League right now is because I believe more than ever, Americans need to have a restoration of self-confidence that they can actually make a difference. That... The life that they're living actually does matter. I talk to a variety of people who feel like they cannot make a difference in their life or who feel that what they're doing doesn't actually matter. I am here every week to consistently tell you that your choices have consequences and they do matter. So at a conceptual level, I hope to bring value to you by encouraging you that what you're doing matters. Secondarily, I am a a huge proponent of setting clear goals, both micro goals and macro goals. We see this in sports all the time. So Tyreek Hill, uh, the Uh, all-world wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins is on record saying that his goal for this season is to be the first NFL receiver to eclipse 2,000 receiving yards. That's a micro goal for him because his his macro goal is is the Football Hall of Fame. See how those are linked? I am a big proponent of setting macro and micro goals in our lives so that we have clear vision as to where we're going to. And when I talk to people, what are you trying to accomplish in your life? Often I find 
that there's an absence of goals in their life. Or when I ask people, what do you like to do? What kind of difference do you make? What kind of organizations do you support? If you have extra money and you could make a difference for somebody else, what would you do with it? If you had extra time and you wanted to make a difference for somebody else, how would you go serve? If you wanted to use your talents to directly impact your family and your business and your community, what avenue would you take to deploy those talents in ways for maximum impact? And when I ask folks questions like this, often the response is very vague. So part of this show is going to be raising these questions and asking you as you're driving, working, to consider these. And then let's go put them into play. Let's go put these things into action. And on this show through the website, as the years roll by, I plan to start uh, producing content and aids and guides and forums where you can interact with your goals, where I'm putting organizations out there for you to demonstrate your time, talent, and resources, to give you options, to hopefully inspire you with some new ideas on how you can get out there and make plays with the gifts you've been given. Eventually, I plan on starting a YouTube channel and doing interviews uh, with sports fans who are also active in business, active in raising families, and seeing how they are making plays in their personal lives to continue to provide context and inspiration. And I do think over the years we'll probably be able to capture some sports talent on, on this show as well and start doing some interviews. The mission of Pro Fan League is to help you feel and know and think that you are not alone. If you do feel that way and you hear my voice today, I want to encourage you that you feeling alone is a lie. You are not alone. I encourage you to find some people around you to share what you are thinking and feeling with. If you don't know where to start, I would encourage you to find a local church, a local Bible preaching church. I am a big supporter of the local church and local pastors. I believe that the church of Jesus Christ does wonderful and amazing things in this world. I will support them. This show supports the local church. And if you don't know where to go, if you don't know where to start, if you're looking for support, I would encourage you to Google a local church in your area. If you don't know what to look for, send me an email at gibbs at profanleague.com. Gibbs at profanleague.com. That's the kind of interaction I would be so thrilled to have and to put you in touch with a local church in your community if you can't find one. With that said, that's a little bit of the mission of Pro Fan League, where we're headed. I hope to provide resources to quality local businesses across this country who are making a difference. For examples, I am hoping to find stories of people 
who are living on mission, on clear missions, both micro and macro in their lives, to make a difference. I am hoping to be an encourager of you. Because I love watching sports and I love watching athletes do what they've been made to do. But I also get an enormous thrill out of watching the people across this country in their daily lives enjoying the freedom that we enjoy in the USA and using that freedom to do dynamic things in the free markets that we enjoy in America. Loving their kids, loving their wives, loving their husbands, working hard, producing quality products, creating value, taking the surplus, and serving those in need. It's a beautiful equation, and I get fired up and excited when I see it on display. If you know stories, if you know of small businesses that are having these profound impacts in communities, feel free to send them to me uh, next week or the week after. I'm going to start doing uh, some Facebook lives or I might do some live podcasts through podbean.com so we can start building a community. I would love to uh, start reaching out and, and giving opportunities where we can interact because this is not just meant for me to be in some bubble behind a microphone. I believe that the people that are hearing this are hearing it for a reason. And I believe that you have opportunity to do, to do tremendous things in your life today, tomorrow, this weekend, and as long as the Lord is giving you breath. So start thinking about those micro missions and those macro missions. Be ready for opportunities to think of others before yourself. You've been gifted by the Lord with talents and gifts. There is forgiveness available for sin through Jesus Christ. If you're feeling lonely today, I would encourage you to ask somebody for help. Let somebody know what's going on in your life. And if you don't know where to go, I would encourage you to check out a local church. There are thousands of pastors who faithfully teach God's word every weekend. The body of Christ stands ready to care and love you. There's a lot of tremendous people in the body of Christ. With that said, have a great weekend. Be safe. Go make plays. I'm cheering for you. We are not just fans. Have a great weekend. See you on Tuesday with a new podcast. Please share. Please link. Please comment. I could use your help. Have a great weekend, everybody.